when I meditate on Ephesians 6, 23 and 24, these concluding verses, the last two verses of Ephesians, the question that presses to be answered is, what kind of love does Paul want for his churches and how important is it? And you can see the answer to those questions by looking very closely at how love relates to all the other pieces of this, these two verses and how these two halves, the verses 23 and 24, relate to each other. So, Father, we want to be people who love with the kind of profound vertical and horizontal love that Paul is going to talk about here. And so work this miracle in us through your word, by your spirit, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus with love incorruptible. So two closing benedictions. Benedictions are, we give them that word, it's a wish that is turned into a prayer. My heart's desire, and I offer it up to God now as a longing and express it to you, I want peace for the brothers. Peace be to you. So the first question I have is, peace, what kind, with whom? And if you've read this letter, you can't help but remember this amazing section in chapter 2, verses 14 to 16, which is so powerful and unique to this letter. He himself is our peace, Christ is our peace, who has made us both one, meaning Jew and Gentile, so he has horizontal peace in mind, and has broken down in his flesh, in Christ's flesh, by dying for us, the dividing wall of hostility, by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of two, so making peace, but watch the shift here, and might reconcile us both to God. So make peace between us and then take both of us and reconcile us to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. So when I go back and, and ask in the view of that massive teaching in this letter, peace be to the brothers, surely he, he means uh, with each other and with God. The only kind of each other piece that really matters to Paul is the kind that's rooted in reconciliation with God together in the cross. So he wants them to enjoy peace. And no doubt we could add the, the, the mental or heart peace that comes from having peace with God and peace with each other would be surely you enjoy a tranquility 
of mind. Peace be to the brothers, and he wants something else, love with faith. And this peace and this love with faith are from God the Father and the Lord Jesus. So they are the origin of the peace, and they are the origin of the love. Love with faith. Why with faith? What a strange... It, it, it raises the question of, of how Paul is thinking about the relationship. What is with? It could just mean alongside, like, what, two trains on two tracks going in the same direction with no relationship to each other? Well, we know Paul doesn't think that way about the relationship because here's this crucial, crucial text in Galatians 5, 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. So faith moves out in love through faith. I mean, through, through love moves out in activity, work, through love. So faith expresses itself through love. It works. Faith acts, and it acts by, what, producing love. So we know that when he says with here, he, he doesn't limit love and faith to relating simply as tandem beside each other, no relationship. They have a profound relationship, but but we can't push that here because he doesn't say that here. He doesn't say love from faith. Love from faith would have fit with Galatians 5, 6 very nicely. So what, what does he mean when he says love with faith? Well, let's, let's hold it for a moment and keep going. So this love and this peace and this faith are from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he adds, grace be with all who love. And we can't help but remember, he just said love here. So he's got two loves. Love, grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus. So this is, this is vertical love not just horizontal. Probably here he's first thinking, since it connects with peace, peace to the brothers and love. I want love to mark that peace, that this love is love for these brothers, love for each other. But, but now I'm, I'm wondering, because when, it, when he's saying with faith, perhaps he's saying the only kind of love I, I'm interested in is the kind that always has faith with it. He's not specifying how, how they relate, but he's saying they're never separated. So now he says, grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus, which makes me think that this love here at least includes this love here, namely a love of the Lord Jesus as well as a love for the brothers. And when you have a love for the Lord Jesus, you've got it even close, more closely connected with faith. And then you add this, Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. This is, this is just no 
ordinary human product. Incorruptible means eternal, means it cannot be ruined, it cannot perish, it is imperishable, which means it is an eternal love, a supernatural love, and that that ups the ante for its connection with faith. Faith is what unites us to Christ and gives us eternal life and makes everything that we do more than mere sin. Because Paul says in Romans 14, 23, Romans 14, 23, that whatever is not from faith is sin, and whatever is from faith is incorruptible and eternal. Every work that it produces, including this love here, is going to be rewarded eternally. And so when I ask the question, what kind of love are we dealing with here? Probably because of the connection with peace here, this love is, is horizontal, but also because of this love here and it's being a supernatural love, which makes it very likely the kind of love that faith would produce. I'm saying it includes love to the Lord Jesus. And when we ask now, how is how Im- important is that? Well, Romans 8, 28 And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. That's how important it is. If you love God, everything will work together for your good, which is what this this grace would include, right? Grace is with those who love the Lord. So grace would be the the grace of Romans 8.28 at least. Or James 4.6, he gives James 4, 6, he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So you you escape God's opposition and you get God's grace when you're humble. And so that would be included here in the love. To love the Lord Jesus is to be humbled under the Lord Jesus and treasure him above all things. And one last verse that stresses the importance of this love. Here's 1 Corinthians 16, 22. If anyone does not love the Lord, let him be accursed. Love for the Lord is simply not optional. It is absolutely necessary. You'll be cursed if you don't have it. And so Paul stresses that love is utterly crucial here as accompanying peace, as always being united with faith, as being love for the Lord Jesus, as well as love for the brothers, as being love which is incorruptible, it never dies, and a love which is always rewarded by more grace. Grace be with those who love. Love here doesn't come from us and get merited, doesn't merit grace, because it already says from God the Father, from the Lord Jesus is where this love comes from. And therefore, grace that's promised as a reward to love here, grace be with those who love, is the more grace the more grace that Paul promises to those who love the Lord. It is a massively important reality.